Hello, Game Changers and fellow Comeback Nation listeners. Barry William McGuddy here, your host for the Comeback Game podcast. You can hear that in the background. Uh, it's just started to rain here. I'm currently recording this episode uh, while I travel this year. Uh, I'm actually currently in Nusa Dua in uh, Indonesia. But I've got a very interesting interview with uh, a human behavioral expert and CEO of Lauduchi Vita, Heather Picken. Uh, Heather's got a very interesting story around how she got to where she is, uh, started off as a child with dyslexia, uh, feeling like she was stupid, and uh, very much started to want to find out more around this unique ability she had and how it could actually work for the better. None of that, she works now with a lot of high-level entrepreneurs and uh, high-level executives to help them to create high-performance habits that stick, while also decreasing stress and the time to achieve high-level goals using cutting uh, neuroscience techniques. She's the winner of multiple bodybuilding competitions. She's also a best-selling author with four books. Uh, her latest one, La Duce Vita Formula, A Women's Guide to Fearless and Fabulous Life, and the founder of Fierce Women uh, Wellness as well. She's currently working on a documentary called The Neuroscience of an American Woman, and uh, she's had many appearances throughout national TV. Today's episode is brilliant because we start to dive in even more around the inner game. And any of you that know me or uh, listened to many episodes before know how fascinated I am and uh, how much I study the inner game and the effects that it has on business, on our relationships, on our finances. I strongly believe that we never have business problems, that we never have relationship problems, that we never have finance problems. We simply only ever have personal problems that get expressed through these areas of life. And one specific thing that uh, Heather started to speak about is if there's an area of life that you're overachieving in, let's just say it might be your business, it might be relationships, it might be your finances, there'll often be a uh, depletion in some other area of life as well to compensate. And uh, I'm not sure if you, you can relate, but I, I certainly can. There many times where I felt like I've been on the seesaw in life. You know, one area of my life was going great and the other area of my life was uh, diving. And, you know, over the years, I, I've been able to work through the blockages and the limitations of things in my mind to where I can create balance in all those key areas of life. And uh, Heather certainly releases some, some key strategies and some things that you can do to start to create that balance as well. So you can have the incredible relationship, you can have financial success, and you can have a business that, that performs uh, well as well. So needless to say, it's a fantastic episode. I'm super excited to share it with you. And another request I'm gonna make is if you're watching this, jump onto iTunes and give us a five-star review. Let us know what you love about the show, um, and then take a screenshot and shoot us through on one of the social channels. Let us know, and uh, we're looking to reward the best comment uh, the best feedback for the comeback game show so that we can help more people like you to live a life of abundance and live a life on their terms. Let's jump across now to this fantastic interview with Heather. I look forward to hearing your response and seeing all your positive feedback. Hey, today I'm joined by Heather Picken from uh, Ladelta Vita over there in Seattle, uh, United States. How are you doing this morning, Heather? I am doing great, Barry. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so grateful you could join us. So, for the uh, viewers and listeners today who maybe haven't come across you and the great work you do in the past, do you want to give us a little bit of a background about uh, specifically who you are and what it is it you do? Oh, yeah. You know, is it okay if I just kind of give you a quick little story? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, you know, I specialize in, in high performance, especially I work with um, very successful high-level entrepreneurs and executives. Uh, that really need to get out of their own way. And I know that, sound, that, that sounds kind of simple, but you would be surprised at people that are working at a high level, like you're making six and seven figures. And on the outside, it appears 
that your life is perfect, but on an inner level, uh, you're, you're kind of like a hot mess. And yeah. I find, you know, studying uh, neuroscience, understanding psychology, what one of the biggest challenges I find that high performance entrepreneurs, um, what happens to them is they get burnt out. And just to give you a quick little story and how I got into this work, um, I was diagnosed with dyslexia when I was in fourth grade, uh, which is a learning disorder. Many, many people know what dyslexia is. But what was interesting in my brain, because it was not working properly, um, I had a surplus in another area. And, and this is what happens in your body. Anytime that you have an abundance of one thing, there's something that, has, that, that creates an opposite uh, feedback loop. So for me, I had this abundance of imagination, creativity, and I started using that kind of as a coping mechanism because mm -hmm. I, I really, I barely got by in school. And so I found myself daydreaming, connecting to, um, you know, visualization, using creative visualization. And this might sound kind of weird, Barry, but I remember being on the playground and before it was like a couple days before I would see like what they call deja vu, something happening verbatim, exactly what you would see in a movie uh, happen like a few days or like the next day. And during mm -hmm. that time, I'm like, what is going on? Like, I have no idea how this is happening. And so another event occurred, like I had all these like little mini events. I could not connect the dots at the time where I would do what's called, at least in America, where, where they do these things called cakewalks kind of like musical chairs. When the music stops, if it lands on your number, you get a cake. Well, every single year, I would get the cake. I would come home and my mom would start, you know, freaking out like, oh my gosh, every year I keep winning these cakes. And I thought it was kind of like an interesting, you know, thing. I didn't know how that happened. And, you know, the story gets interesting because when, and this is before digital, you know, before the phones, before internet, our family would take vacations and we would be driving from Ohio to South Carolina that is a long drive so that is about a 16-hour drive and yeah. we were playing the games and I don't know if you play these games where you're you're looking at road signs and you're going through the alphabet sort of playing those games I look up at a bulletin board and I saw the window to the future. And I know this sounds really crazy, but I saw the digital future um, in the form of a digital billboard. And before digital billboard, anything digital was ever created, I saw a flash of insight. And I didn't really connect the dots until later on, until I started studying this and studied Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, but I thought that was kind of interesting during that time. So here I am having this quote unquote disorder thinking there is something defective about me, but there really wasn't, but I couldn't seem to bridge my analytical mind. So what mm. happened is I, because I had a void of not feeling good enough in my body, I had this huge self image, I started getting into bodybuilding and fitness. And so that, what I did, what was interesting is that I started to, back when, um, gosh, one of the first Terminator movies, you remember that? First Terminator yeah. movies with <laughs> Linda Hamilton? Oh, yeah, even earlier, yeah. Yeah, so remember that scene when she was doing like pull-ups? Yeah. So I, I remember seeing 
seeing her and going, oh my gosh, this woman looks amazing. I want to look like that. So every day in the gym, and I had no idea what I was doing, I would visualize, I would be actually become quote unquote Linda Hamilton. And I was doing that every single day. And then I kept a journal, a, a very like meticulous journal of all the things that I was doing, measuring stats, analyzing. And by the time I, I was done, I had transformed my body. I had complete strangers come up to me at that time and said, you know, what you look like, you look like Linda Hamilton. And so fast forward, I started my first business, was, which was a fitness business. And it was all about, you know, bridging that gap about the mind and body component. I would take ordinary people and create extraordinary results. I helped people win trips to Hawaii. I got people in magazines. And so that kind of fast forward me into the work that I do today with high performance people, especially, you know, that are executives or entrepreneurs and, and really help them with the creative side, you know, going analog, retraining their brain, tapping into, um, you know, shifting their perceptions. Because I find a lot of people get stressed out. And this is a huge issue, especially with uh, technology today. So I know I kind of said a lot, but I kind of want to kind of wanted to share like my whole story. Mm, yeah, great. Thank you so much for doing that. And, and, and I think uh, it's interesting what you say as well, you know, like social media, you know, it was a tool that was built to connect us all. Uh, yet we see so many people walking down the road like this, you know, stuck on their phone, connecting with someone else outside of where they currently are. But the other interesting thing is that uh, it only paints one side of the picture. And, you know, I know for myself, I've seen so many people that have said and shared stuff on social media about how amazing their life is and what, what's going on. Yet I know for a fact that in the back door, that's not the case, you know? So it's been created as this platform for us to almost uh, create a sense of belonging, but a belonging to something that's not actually real. It's not showing the whole side of the picture. And it's interesting what you share as well. Like I'm a massive believer on the power of the inner game. And we do a lot through our courses as well. We help you know business owners master their inner game because I honestly believe that we never have business problems. We have personal problems that are expressed through our business, you know, and that's the same in everything. We don't have financial problems. We have personal problems that are expressed through our finances, personal problems that are expressed through our relationships. So over time, like what do you see as being one of the biggest challenges that entrepreneurs um, have had to overcome within themselves? Like what have you seen as a common theme amongst all the clients you work with to succeed, not just in business, but in life as well, because often, they get a lot of success in business while everything else falls down around them or vice, or vice versa. It's almost like, you know, life is on a seesaw to some degree. What do you think is one of the biggest challenges? Yeah, that, that is a great question. What I find, number one, your perception creates deception. And the reason mm. why I say that is our perceptions create our reality and that is filtered through our senses. So when I am working with high achievers, and they have imbalanced perceptions of a past mm -hmm. event. Uh, you know, think about it, everything's coming from your past. Let, let's just say, for example, they lost, uh, and I've actually had this with a client, um, they lost a million dollars. So would you agree, you lose a million dollars, you're freaking out, like how do, I, how do I manage my emotions? The problem, if you don't know how to regulate your mind, um, and you allow that to carry out on, over a period of time, what happens is your, your body, your nervous system starts breaking down, uh, particularly your uh, 
sympathetic system gets taxed and now we know we have a complete study we have a, a study in science called psychoneuroimmunology of how the mind impacts disease so if you can't regulate your mind that's where you start finding all of these uh, mental disorders we find imbalances and we also find it bleed into um, other areas of someone's life so if you're having a business so i find uh, especially it doesn't matter if it's male or female if you're having a business issue that you can't balance your mind around, you'll also find it bleed into uh, you know, your, your physical health. You'll find it bleed into obviously your mindset, uh, your relationships might fall apart and your, your business can literally implode. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. What I, what I found interesting is what you shared um, before around um, the loops that we get caught in as business owners. Can you share a bit more around that, like that imbalance where, you know, if we're um, not just business owners, but people as well, like if we have a heightened state of something, you talked about dyslexia, you know, there might be a, per a perception where we're lower in one area or something's depleted, but then, then the body counterbalances that. Can you speak a bit more about that and how you see that shows up? Yeah, well, we're walking around, you know, it's interesting with social media is that, we're walking around in a world of constant comparison. So all too often, I find people are measuring themselves with an unrealistic expectation, and, and that can be dangerous. And so one of the very first things um, when I work with a client is, is I really analyze, you know, what is your life vision matrix? What really makes you tick? It's unique. It's specific so that you're not setting a goal that is so unrealistic. I believe in um, creating a stretch goal, but something that is not so out of your reach that you can identify that's not congruent, that's not fluent. Mm -hmm. And so when, when people do that, let me give you an example. I had a client that came to me, said, Heather, I want to make um, a half a million um, in, a, in like a very short amount of time. And not that that's unrealistic, but when this person didn't have the foundation to make their first 100,000, I said, I am not going to support you on that goal because it's unrealistic and what's going to happen is you're going to beat yourself up. So when you're, when you're creating these like unrealistic, I call them unicorn goals that are not congruent to who you are and, and the nature of you know, what's really most important to you, um, then you create these unbalanced perceptions. So the question I ask people is like, are you comparing yourself to a fantasy? Like, is this really unrealistic? Um, and, and really finding, um, you know, where you have your surplus. Like, as I mentioned, my story being dyslexia, if someone sat me down and said, Heather, you have a genius mind in this area, I wouldn't have put a label on myself like I did back then thinking that there was something wrong with me. And so we, we oftentimes put labels on people and labels are lie unless it's, it's less it's an empowering label. So being a, a, in an, an entrepreneur, and I'm very competitive, and I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs are, if you don't reach your goal, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, why did I do it? Mm. They're not looking at the other side. So they need to balance their mind on the other side so that their brain becomes um, equilibrated. And, and we mm. have this amazing new science that's not really talked about a lot. Um, called gliology. Uh, there are specialized cells called glial cells. And when studying Einstein's brain, 
they didn't know at first when they started, when they got his brain, what was different um, from all these other brains until a female researcher, Marion Diamond, uh, cracked it open and figured it out. And it was these cells called glial cells. We all have them. Um, but what's interesting about these cells, they're more abundant than neurons and they're responsible for you to feel more balanced and be in the flow. So mm. you can balance yourself and, and build more of these cells by balancing the other side of your perceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Something I often say is that you can't get rich collecting one-sided coins. Um, and, I, and I see many entrepreneurs uh, emphasize too much on a specific goal they want to achieve, which is unrealistic. It's not ecological to the current system, you know, the belief system and the environment that they've created for themselves. And so therefore they're setting themselves up for failure before they even start. And, you know, something I often share with our tribe is, is to seek for progress over perfection. You know, although half a million dollars is not an unachievable goal, it's unachievable from the current state you're starting from. So let's set a goal that is actually achievable to create some some success and some neuro connections between you setting goals and achieving goals and then we can keep stretching the bar once you've got a bit of a, a track record so to speak of achieving of achieving success and achieving goals um how important do you think I, I know the answer but you know how important do you think mindset is and inner game is to succeeding in both business and life yeah, it, it is 100% absolutely necessary, and we must embrace failure uh, if we yeah. want to move ahead. I think being an entrepreneur is probably the best thing that you can do, you know, especially if anyone has kids, teaching your kids to be entrepreneurs, because you want to help them, you, you want to help them to learn the art and beauty of failure and, and using that as fuel. Um, so that's one of the things that I learned, like growing up being quote unquote dyslexic is that I had to try harder than everyone. I had to do it a million times. I had to fail a million times that later in life, being an entrepreneur really helped me because I find a lot of entrepreneurs and of course, not your people, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs thinking, oh yeah, I'm just going to start a business. And then the moment it gets hard, they give up when you know it, it's just like okay i don't think i can do it so this where you with your mindset it must be a daily practice and discipline that you want to master if you want to move ahead if you want to balance you know your 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 brain on the other side because being an entrepreneur is not a linear journey i'm sure you can attest to that you're going to have setbacks and if you learn how to balance your mind, that million dollar loss is going to be nothing if you learn, you know, if you learn instantly how, how to shift, shift that, which I've helped clients through. They're like, oh my gosh, Heather, I am freaking out. I don't know what to do. You know, I've just had this happen. And all of a sudden, this is how beautiful the mind is. As soon as you're able to balance your perceptions, your, your brain is like an algorithm. It loves to solve problems if you give it the right input. And so when you let go of that real estate in your mind, where it, which is the problem that's contained, a new solution can be birthed. You'll find a way to make that million dollars back or more or you know whatever it is you're looking at or want to solve a problem. The same thing is applied to any area of your life. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. We actually um, were running a training for our members the other week, and that was my strong advice. I was like, build a relationship, build a, build a resourceful relationship with failure, because there's a misconception that you know people should have their shit sorted out and that they won't make mistakes and challenges won't happen. If I just knew enough, I'd do better. But the reality is, is that we only ever make the best decision available on the menu of life at any one point in time. So hindsight's great to look back and go, oh, I could have made a different decision. But the reality was at that point in time, you made the best decision available to you. And you know, I think that our greatest teacher is not from success, but is actually from the failures. Like, can you remember the last time that you, know, that you had that day? You're like, oh, this is the best day in my life. You, know, you, you can hardly remember what actually happened, right? Yet you can remember absolutely the adversities and the challenges that you've been through and overcome and who you've become out of that. You know, I, I was bankrupt nine years ago for, for $1.3 million after a, a few things happened and business went sideways. Yet uh, at the point in time, it was the most challenging thing I'd ever been through in my life. Yeah, I look back now and it was the greatest blessing because if it wasn't for that, that wouldn't have led me to be where I am right now, impacting you know hundreds and thousands of people around the world as a result of that challenge of adversity. And this is where I think that if we, if we have an experience come up, you mentioned before perception, and we see it as a negative experience or a bad experience, we have to filter in information to validate our perception of that experience. Yet if we start to ask different questions, like what is this teaching me? What can I learn from this? Our brain likes to solve problems. It will look for information. It will look for external influence to validate how that is true also. Question I've got for you then, Heather. One thing I can say I've noticed to myself absolutely and, and certainly in the clients we work with is it seems to be a lot easier to follow a negative downward spiral than it is to follow a positive upward spiral, right? Now, I know that there's not per se negative and positive, but it seems to be a lot easier for people to follow, uh, follow the trauma, follow the pain, follow the suffering, follow the challenge and get caught up in all that emotion. Yet to, to have the other side of that seems to take a lot more work. Is, has that been your experience? And if so, like, why do you think that is? Like, why is it, why is it harder for us as human beings to constantly you know, focus on the good things and create positive perceptions around things? Well, I think we've been programmed as a society to live in anxiety, really. And this goes back mm. to uh, Marshall McLuhan uh, wrote a book called The Medium is the Massage. Way, way before we had all this technology, he realized that these media messages that we are receiving and perceiving is, is creating dis distortion in our mind. And this is exactly what's mm. happening today. We're living in a world right now, um, I used to say we're living in like this curated world, right? Where we're, we have to be insta-perfect. And so people are creating comparisons. Like, wait a minute, I need to be happy. And if I'm not happy, like the, the insta-perfect life, then there's something wrong with me. And I am here to tell you, you're here to embrace full quantum which means embracing both sides of the journey, the, the, the so-called good, the so-called bad. Um, it's really neutral until we inject our values and our beliefs onto you know, our, our reality. It's our perception. So uh, you know, I, don't, I will never promote quote unquote positive thinking. I'll promote balanced mind thinking. Balanced. So we, we have to keep retreating. It, it, it's not to say, hey, when I'm having what I call my freak out moment, 
I've got the tools where I can I can I can shift pretty instantly, but a lot of people don't have these tools, mm. and so they run that feedback loop and they can never get out of it, and they keep beating themselves mm. up. So I just say embrace both sides. You're never going to live in a hundred percent positive world, <laughs> so just get used to it. Yeah, I I, I agree absolutely with what you're sharing. You know, like when that stuff comes up, rather than uh, rather than labeling it or rather than beating yourself up or feeling guilty or shameful that you've gotten angry or pissed off, like embrace it and notice how quickly it starts to shift. And that doesn't mean like following the wind train, but it does absolutely mean that in life, in order for us to, to have that balance and live in harmony, we have to be okay to experience both sides because otherwise we're suppressing part of the human experience and that suppression eventually becomes expression in a much heightened form than allowing that to shift through as it comes. Yeah, absolutely. Even, you know, I even tell clients, hey, when you're sick, look at the benefits from quote unquote, the sickness, like you get a cold, oh my gosh, I'm down. Well, guess what? You get to watch Netflix, you get to catch up on, you know, things that you you haven't been able to do before. And, and I feel that kind of gives you a, a, a break, but when you're trying to suppress your feelings, anything that you suppress, uh, gets expressed in a different form. Um, and we yeah. can also see this um, on, on physical levels, like physical manifestations in the body. But uh, yeah, I, I just say, if, hey, if you're having a bad day, have your five minute pity party and, and then you got to find a, a solution because yeah, you don't want to hold that back. So if I'm feeling emotional, I go through my process, I'm journaling it out and then I'm able to shift. Yeah. Um, Heather, if you look back, right, in all your years uh, in business, in entrepreneurship, in life itself, what do you think are the best three bits of advice that um, you've ever been gifted? Yeah, the first thing is to know who you are. And I've kind of adopted that phrase and I have it on the bottle of one of my um, uh, on, on my wine. Uh, when you know who you are, it's like having a superpower. A lot of people yeah. are going around in the world. They have no idea who they are. So know who you are and, and live that authentic truth. That's number one. Uh, number two is to get crystal clear on the vision of what you want, not just your business to look like, but every single area of your life. Anywhere that you're not clear, that's where you're going to attract chaos and confusion. And you know, the third thing that I would say is you know to keep guard of your mind to realize that you are not your thoughts and to really focus on retraining your brain every single day every single day until it becomes a habit and it becomes a part of you yeah i i love that last one you are not your brain you are not your thoughts yeah have you got any um, have you got any tips or little exercises that uh, the people watching listening to this today might be able to do to start to realize that and to retrain their brain? Yeah, you know, one of the things I love doing, as I mentioned, being quote unquote diagnosed as dyslexic, uh, is to go offline, go analog, uh, because we live in this digital world. It's like you, you gotta you gotta disconnect, reconnect to come mm. up to come up with innovative and creative ideas. So one of the things I love doing is grabbing my journal and doing some mind mapping activities. 
that could help you to come up with your next business idea. It could also help you to solve um, a problem that you're working on because when you're mind mapping, you're really tapping into what's called radiant thinking, which uh, helps you to shift mentally. It helps you to tap into creativity. So what I would do, and you can make it fun. You could actually, I like, um, I, I actually got my degree, um, actually a Bachelor of Arts. So I love like coloring. And I know that sounds like, well, wait a minute. That's kind of like kid-like, but a lot of times, you know, we, we, really, we really don't tap into our imagination. So be in there and start problem solving, whether you want to problem solve or innovate and, and start writing little, um, you know, just drawing like little pictures and images and thoughts and feelings. So uh, what I like to do is connect to your mind map as a sensory uh, experience to yeah. find what that sweet spot is in you, like to find like either your genius zone, to find your purpose, to find a pivot in your business. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs going, Heather, there's something that I feel like a disconnect, but I just can't do it. So then we'll go through this process and they'll sit with it for maybe a day or two and they'll come up with a solution. Instead of trying to do the research online or go um, too analytical, uh, which I feel can be problematic. So you, you, you tap into that creative side. And what happens is that your subconscious mind is so powerful. It thinks in, it thinks in images, you'll start to get flashes of insight to solve these problems you know once you put it down there with the end in mind you know so there's a lot of different ways that you can do it but i love doing that process yeah yeah i yeah i i believe that you know before a problem even exists the solution is already there yet we we block that and i love that uh you know going through that process of visualization of, of drawing it helps to I guess, really extract that from an entrepreneur's mind where typically, as you said, like in many ways, we're trained these days to go to Google. But, yes. you know, some of these problems, Google doesn't have the answer for, or Google might, but we don't know how to articulate it in such a way to get the right answer. Yeah, you, you have to do the opposite. So if you're a very analytical, analytical person and you're driven by statistics and, yeah, what's the, you know, what's the opt-in rate? What's the click? You know, you, you got to get away from that. Not to say that those are not important metrics, but you got to tap into this part, this part of your brain, because when you do that, you're going to, you're going to find solutions, you know, just mm -hmm. like Leonardo da Vinci was known uh, for his journals, you know, creating, it's so crazy when you think about it. He was creating futuristic designs of machines before we had the technology. So yeah. if it's good for Leonardo da Vinci, it's good for you. Yeah. Heather, I've really enjoyed having you on the show today. Uh, how can the viewers and listeners find out more about you? I know you've got a couple of different businesses. Do you want to share uh, best way to connect with you? Yeah, the best way of a couple of different websites, but just go to heatherpicken.com. You can connect with me um, on all my social media channels there. I also have a YouTube channel. If you go to Heather Picken or YouTube, you know, the YouTube slash Heather Picken LDV, you can uh, subscribe to my channel. I'm doing, uh, you know, I do weekly videos there along with uh, monthly drawings. Outstanding. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Barry. Barry, thank you so much. If you're in a position that many of our clients were before joining us, which is that your business is controlling you, rather than you controlling your business, 
we would love to have a chat to you to see whether or not we might be the right fit to partner with you to help you grow and succeed in business. Over the past eight years, we've helped hundreds of business owners around the world to grow, scale and succeed in business. Uh, many of our clients report we've helped them to triple their profits and double their time off in 12 months or less. If you jump onto YouTube and notice the hundreds of testimonies, you'd see that this is a common theme amongst them. If you're a business owner that's generating more than $300,000 a year in annual revenue, uh, whether it's 500 million, 5 million, even $10 million a year, and you're looking to take your business and your life to the next level, we might be able to help. If you're noticing that your business is lacking structure, maybe systems or processes, maybe you're not quite attracting enough or, or the right type of quality leads, making enough sales, or maybe you've been having issues finding, hiring, retaining, and training the right team members, we could be a fit for you. Ultimately, we believe that we never have business problems, we have personal problems that are expressed through our business. And a lot of the work we do is with you as a business owner, helping you to constantly upgrade the way that you see life, the way that you make decisions, and the way that you help construct a profitable and purpose-driven business. In order for us to do that though, you need to book in a quick 15-minute uh, application call with one of our scaling specialists here at The Game Changers. Through the 15-minute call, we're gonna ask you a bunch of questions to see if or how we might better help you. If we can't help you, We'll let you know politely and do our best to point in the direction of someone that can. However, if we can help you, we'll look at booking you a one-hour game plan session where we're going to dive a lot deeper into where you and your business are at right now, where it is that you want to go in the next three, five, and ten years' time, and what are the potential roadblocks or challenges or even opportunities that are along the journey in order for you to get there faster. If you're really feeling that it's time for you to experience the love and the joy of running a business again, if you're really wanting to experience a business that does, actually operate without you while still producing profit, uh, we may very well be the right fit. So book in a 15 minute call, we can have a chat and uh, see where we go from there. My name is Babo Diddy and uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully we get a chance to talk soon.